from ankle sprains to hamstring strains, from shin splints to slip discs, non-professional athletes face a variety of common injuries. And here to talk about common injuries in non-professional athletes is Dr. Amadeus Mason, a sports medicine physician at Emory Sports Medicine Center. This is Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. Here's Bill Klaproth. Dr. Mason, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. So when it comes to sports injuries, which injury do you treat most often? Um, I think the injuries that we treat most often are um, sprains or strains, um, especially to uh, the lower extremity, talking about the knee or the ankle um, in particular. So those, uh, you know, running, jumping, that really takes its toll on your legs, that's for sure. So when it comes to those soft tissue type injuries, you just mentioned strains and sprains. What do we need to know? What you need to know is that um, actually most of these uh, sprains and strains are self-limiting. Um, uh, they are um, uh, things that happen in the natural course of uh, being active and out there. And if you do the appropriate things, most of the time uh, they will uh, resolve on their own. So resolving on their own and appropriate things, is that the rice therapy? People can do this at home, the rest, ice, compression, elevation? Yes, exactly. The rice therapy is uh, something that you can do on your own that usually will uh, give you a, um, a good uh, improvement of um, these soft tissue injuries like sprains and strains. Um, and as long as you are following in that kind of a progression, um, it should resolve. But then sometimes if it's not responding, you then need to um, uh, go on and do some other things. So if it's not responding after a period of time, when should a person seek medical treatment? I think if you should seek medical treatment when you have attempted to do some kind of conservative intervention, that's the rice therapy, maybe some rest, and then trying to get back to your activity, you're either having pain during that activity or uh, there is a limitation in your function that is not letting you get back to the previous level that you had before the injury. And I think that you need to know that just rest alone is not going to get something to heal. You have to uh, do some activity like the rice um, therapy, to try and get the injury to heal itself. So let's talk about more severe injuries. Let's shift to that. When it comes to actual tears then, such as ACL or rotator cuff injuries, what should we know about that? With, uh, when you've torn something, clearly you've kind of hit that threshold of you've tried to um, uh, do uh, the conservative treatment and it's not getting better. The big thing there that you should know is that ignoring it does not make it better. Um, you really need to get that looked at and investigated. When you've torn something, you usually have a higher uh, level of um, uh, impairment of function. If it's your ACL, the knee feels unstable. If it's your rotator cuff, you can't lift your arm the way that it should. And if something like that is happening, you will very quickly see that the rice therapy and rest is not getting that improved. And that's when you have to get in to see somebody um, who is uh, skilled in evaluating those 
um, uh, injuries um, to get that ad- addressed. Ignoring it doesn't make it better. I like that. So, and it sounds like <laughs> yeah. if you if if you have a severe injury like an ACL or a torn rotator cuff, like you said, there's going to be so much instability. You're pretty much gonna know it and know that you yeah. have to go see the doctor. So what about yeah. disc and spine injuries, Dr. Mason? What should we know about that? Uh, disc and spine injuries are, they're a lot more difficult because they can be a lot more subtle um, uh, in that um, some pretty significant uh, disc injuries um, uh, don't uh, give you back pain. I, I think that's, that's the biggest takeaway that disc and spine injuries don't always give you back pain initially. Um, a lot of times it'll give you calf pain, leg pain, foot pain, shoulder pain, um, and uh, that is uh, a harbinger of a deeper or more remote injury uh, to your back or to your spine. So watch out for that referring pain. Is that right? When... Exactly. Yes. Okay, very good. And how do you generally diagnose sports injuries? Is it by feel examination, or generally do you have to take it up a notch to potentially an MRI or an X-ray? Well, um, the way that, that um, uh, you diagnose, when I talked a little bit um, uh, earlier about uh, going to somebody who is skilled in um, uh, treating these injuries, somebody like a sports medicine physician who knows the history, the questions to ask, and the physical exam to do, you can uh, get a good understanding of what the issues are from just asking questions and doing a physical exam. In my hands, usually, I will order an MRI or additional imaging to confirm my suspected diagnosis or to do surgical planning. And Dr. Mason, when rice therapy on their own doesn't work, and they come to see you, what are the next steps then? Is it physical therapy and medications? Well, um, what physical therapy and uh, medication should be doing should be augmenting and easing the progression back to your activities. So what um, happens when you injure um, uh, a part of the musculoskeletal system is you lose a pain-free function. You now have pain when you try to do things. What therapy does is it puts you through those ranges of motion and function in a controlled environment um, and gives you the support to be able to get and re-educate those muscles, ligaments, and tendons on how to fire safely to do the function. And assuming that that goes well, you return back to your activities. Where the anti-inflammatory or medications come in is they help to alleviate pain. A lot of patients always say, oh, I don't want to take the medicine because it's masking the pain. It's not masking the pain, but it's decreasing the pain to allow you to then do the motions that are normal and that you want to reinforce and get back to doing. Well, that makes sense. And does physical therapy work most of the time for most non-professional athlete injuries? A a, a lot, some form of physical therapy, because um, we go back to our rice therapy, that rest, ice, uh, compression, and elevation, those are all principles that the physical therapist will be using. And in some 
um, uh, avenue, either going further down the line with different types of compression, different types of uh, heating modalities. And so for most things, I'd say 70 to 80% of things with physical therapy, you should be able to get back to normal function or near normal function. And then can you touch on surgery a little bit too? Okay, so that uh, 20 to 30% of injuries that are not getting better conservatively, um, uh, that's when you have to go in and uh, do a surgical procedure. Those are usually involve some kind of uh, tear to a structure or significant damage to um, a tissue in the area. And what surgery normally does is um, uh, return or try to restore normal architecture of the tissue, put the ligament back together, Put the close the gap in the tissue. Um, uh, try to approximate the ligament of the way that it should be, and um, or the tendon the way that it should be. Now, once the surgery has done that, you still have to come back and do physical therapy because that's kind of the final common pathway to get you back to your normal function. And with advancements in surgery, a lot of these operations have become more commonplace. So the prognosis is usually very good for someone who has an ACL or a rotator cuff or an ankle injury, et cetera. Is that right? Yes. Um, uh, well, the prognosis of the uh, surgical procedures has gotten um, much better in that we are now able to, we have a better understanding of what the um, uh physiology and the pathophysiology is so we can restore things back to normal and have a better understanding of what normal function is beforehand so we know what we're trying to get back to. Very good. And lastly, Dr. Mason, if you could just quickly wrap this up for us, how can a non-professional athlete prevent some of these common injuries? Uh, The big thing with um, uh, preventing these injuries is trying to prepare yourself for whatever activity you're going to do. Um, uh, have a plan as to how you're going to get to that activity. Um, uh, A lot of times uh, people will say, all right, I want to go run a uh, 10K or I want to go back to playing basketball like I did in high school. If you haven't been doing that consistently, um, you need to prepare your body for those uh, different kind of stressors. You know, you wouldn't uh, go on a long trip across the country um, in a car without preparing your car for that trip. Same principle for doing an, um, uh, a difficult or a um, focused physical activity that your body is not used to doing. You should prepare yourself for that, and that should um, help you to reduce your injury. Well, it seems so simple, but it's true. Preparation is the key. Great advice, Dr. Mason, and thank you so much for your time today. For more information, please visit emoryhealthcare.org slash orthopedics. That's emoryhealthcare.org slash orthopedics. You're listening to Advancing Your Health with Emory Healthcare. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.